Igarasatagar to Mace. Hey, Internet. Welcome to the end of the world as we know it. How you feel? You worried yet? You worried yet? You bothered? What bothers me is panic. Lots of panic. What I've seen in the last couple of days have been people who mean well driven by men and women who are willing to use a crisis for their own advantage. That's what I've seen. And it's a great indictment against our nation as a people. And that we've proven so willingly ignorant of this virus months ago. We knew. And now, what are we doing? Make sure you get enough toilet paper. We're living in fear is what we're doing. And here's the thing, my friends. Here's the thing. Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here tonight? Christians don't have to live in fear. That's why. Whatever else is going on right now, whatever reality is in, in your house, in your neighborhood, in your city, in your country, wherever you are, you're immortal now. He is risen, just as he said. Whatever else is going on, the eyes that that truth bestow upon you, put into you, enable you to pause. And while the world is screaming, wallowing in the muck of fear, you can lift your head high and know the hope. Know the hope. I want to talk about a bunch of things with you tonight. First off, I think I'm going to be on here just about every day until this thing's over. That's my goal. We'll see. It may not always be evening, but it might be, especially if that's when you're watching. Let's see. Saturday morning is doing much better than this. Six likes? Um, I'm embarrassed. Are you my friends? Is it, are, are you people who don't know me that watched that first opening thing? you got to be people who know me. Give me some likes, my friends. <laughs> we got. We want to have this happen every day. We need more than more than 29 watching. So uh, it plans to do this every day until the crisis is averted. What that means is this. What that means is this. I'm going to be sitting here going crazy with you. And you can watch me do it. I'm, I'm going to do it out loud. And be like, what on earth? Okay. And then you could have like a context for, okay, that was Fisk being weird. Okay, yeah, I'm not alone in feeling this way. Okay, Christianity is bigger than all of this. The church has many members, edges, extensions. The body of Christ, who we are, gifts, vocations, skills. We're a diverse people. And in a time like this, we can all run around making an effort to do everything ourselves randomly and as one of my elders said so today so well and i know he borrowed it from somewhere but it's genius whatever it is panic shopping panic shopping you're in the store and some guy goes by and he's got like a he's got three hundred dollars worth of sardines and you're like, well that makes sense sardines they, they last uh they're good for you uh yeah anti-cancer food all that kind of stuff and you, you, wow they're never gonna go bad you could just oh i'm gonna go buy some more sardines i need sardines and next thing you know there's a run on sardines now I'm, sardines is wise, don't get me wrong. But, but my point is panic shopping. 
for your solutions to life's problems, period, is a bad idea. And then when there's an international crisis, it's another bad idea. It's a worse idea. Don't panic shop. So what I've seen us doing, churches, you, my friends, you, my brother, pastors, and I respect every single one of you, and I know we're going to disagree about some stuff. But we got to talk here, and we got to be aware of what we're all doing, how we're impacting each other. We have many resources, and to sit and reinvent the wheel constantly in one million locations across the globe right now is a silly thing for us Christians to do. Call me crazy. So here's what I'm going to do. I am devoting what my congregation, I should say I, we, my elders who agree with me on this, are devoting what we're good at to what we're good at. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is this. If you're a St. Paul member, you're going to get a call from one of your elders or someone connected to one of your elders in the next couple of days to let you know what our plan is for handling everything right now. Okay? We don't feel like that has to be everybody's knowledge in the world. So, however, this video is for you, St. Paul. So don't go away. Okay? Um, this is for you. This is for us. So stay here. Okay? Um, <clears throat> I knew I was going to lose it. I knew I was going to lose it. Uh, half a step back. Oh, for pity's sake. Be here every day. Words getting out to you. Ah, doing what we can do. What we cannot do at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Rockford, Illinois, as marvelous as, as uh, normal as we are, is we cannot stream good capture audio of a worship service, much less with any kind of singing or really uh, accompaniment. We got some good accompaniment, but there's no way to capture it as audio. We can't do it. So we're sitting here racking our heads. Should, how do we set up Facebook live streaming for our people? And one of our elders, thankfully, had also pointed out that there's other congregations out there with those capabilities already doing them who we are in fellowship with and we trust. And so I said, well, why don't we tell the, everyone to go look at those? Why don't we have one? Why, what would happen? Tell me this, my friends. If you are Missouri Synod, just if you're not half a sec for inside baseball, what would happen if we all watched the same church service for the next five weeks? Wouldn't that be something? What would that do for us as a body? What a crazy idea. Who could do that? I wonder. Uh, it can't be me. I can't do it. Where I'm going to tell you to go right now is to Village Lutheran Church Ledoux's website because their services will be available. They'll be high quality. You'll be able to understand everything that goes on. You probably can sing along, do full church with your family if you're not having some other form of uh, what spiritual care being provided for you on the Lord's Day this week. St. Paul Lutheran Church, do you hear me? You can watch my sermons when they're there, but there won't be the one this week, probably. Uh, won't be. There'll be this. Right? So if you want the church experience, Village Lutheran Church Ladue, your elder should talk to you about it a little bit when he calls you, and, and uh, enjoy that. And we can talk about it, right? Maybe I'll watch and talk about it, because they're going to do it well. What we can do well up here in Rockford is I can do this. This is what I can do. I can be a spot where you guys can talk in the comments. I'll come join you in a moment. Talk in the comments about what the heck. Oh my goodness. Dear heavens. Wait. Everybody, keep calling and rock on. Yeah? I can give you that every day for a while. I don't know how long. We're going to do it for a while. And what I will try to do through this is give you as much real intel as I can on anything that really matters. And what I will also be doing is, of course, reminding you that, well, did I say it already? I think I did. He has risen just as he said. And that means all of this is par for the course. That was a weird notification. Par for the course. Nation will rise against nation. There'll be war and rumor of war. These are but the beginning of birth pains. We have known from the scriptures and from history, this planet is not white picket fences and miracle medicines. 
And as good as it is for us in this present age, this is still earth where Adam's sin reigns. And at one point or another, there's going to be a big like boundary marker put on humanity's idolatry of itself, one way or the other. This is going to happen. And a big part of that is death. Because death, contrary to you evolutionists, <laughs> contrary to you evolutionists out there who are watching this and for some reason trying not to die, I guess that would make you maybe the fittest, but shouldn't you be trying to get others killed or something to, to make it all work out better? Seems strange to me. Seems strange to me. You want everyone to live through this thing. That being said, for us, death is the enemy. Death is the curse. Death is the punishment that evil gets when it's evil. It's not like God has to make death happen to the evil. The result of evil is death. The result of our evil is our own death. It's been going on for a long time, my friends. I mean, right? Like you've noticed. <laughs> it's been going on for quite a while. And that reality, we've been able to hide from that in recent eras. And thank God for it. I'm not, I'm not going to complain about the medicinal care. Not even a little bit. But what I'm going to tell you is, what you're feeling right now as a, where are you in America right now, right? And what you're feeling ain't even close to what they just lived with all the time 150 years ago. <laughs> 250 years ago. It, it, just all the time. It just, it just, there's just death. Now, I don't have statistics to show you, tell you what the numbers are, but it, it is colloquially, well said, colloquially, it is true. You had eight kids, nine kids born. You didn't have eight kids, nine kids when you grew up. If you made it to 40, you did pretty well. Then you lived a long while. If you didn't make it to 40, a lot of people didn't. Most didn't make it out of childhood. So no, you would never stop with one kid because you never know. <laughs> and so we've, we've just had it so easy, haven't we? Now, I'm not saying it's going back either. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is we can't handle it. That's what I know. All of our boasting about being the great society and we're a bunch of shaky need peoples we can't handle five days six days what two weeks i don't know is it going to be good for the economy of course not dear heavens i don't even want to go into that one friends i don't even know it's not gonna be good but who when they settled this country did they need an economy is that what they were going out there into the prairie to find now i'm not saying we can do that right now either I'm, all I'm saying is, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. The Lord has, throughout history, provided for mankind. He's provided for families, through the hands of parents, neighbors. He's not going to stop providing for mankind. I mean, unless, if you're an evolutionary pagan, fine, whatever, okay, then don't listen. If you're a Christian, like, look, it's not going to, it's not going to end. And some people do die, and the Christians are with Jesus. And if they die and they're not Christians, well, that's sad. It happens all the time. So a wake-up call is uh, in order either way, I suppose. I spent today driving. I drove from Kansas City, Missouri, to Rockford, Illinois. Not technically about an eight-hour drive. It took us a bit more than that. Me and my one daughter, we were in Kansas City to visit my father. My father's had a rougher, healthier. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. But, you know, a lot of wrestling with, 
oh, mortality uh, for me this year. You know, when your father is at that stage of life, it does put a check on you. Uh, called, called midlife, I think. All the same, I want to take a moment in the middle of Lent, skedaddle out of town. And even with all this going on, I thought, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to let the fear stop me. I'm not going to let the fear stop me from spending a few more moments with my dad. Tail end and all that, if you've seen that blog post. I get down there and then spend some time with him on Monday. And then Monday evening, I'm hearing, I'm hearing about ATF rumors. I don't tell you where. Shut down kind of stuff, though. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. What do you do? My wife and my four kids are nine hours away. My ailing father's right here. My mom's here. She can handle it. Their friend who's in town needs to catch a plane flight tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Hey, Jonathan, can you take me to the airport? Yeah, sure. I'm driving home anyway. All day today. And half of me, this is how like wiggy this all is, because I know this is loony, okay? So I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't not know this is loony. Half the way I'm like, I'm going to get all the way, you know, six hours through this thing to the border between Iowa and Illinois. And like 30 minutes before that, either governor or Trump will say borders closed. <laughs> and I'll be stuck there with my daughter with allergies, uh, you know, miles from everything, nowhere to go. Thankfully, I at least had two cans of sardines in the car. <laughs> oh, goodness. It felt good to come to Illinois and Illinois. Honestly, I live here. I love you. But I never thought I'd say that. Uh, it, it, it felt good to come into Illinois because that was terrifying to think that in the United States, I couldn't get somewhere. I don't even know what to do with that emotion. I am a 1978-born, Lutheran day school raised, Reagan-era product, Gen X, I don't know what, jock from high school, nerd extraordinaire, loser-turned-pastor, wannabe poet. I have no place in my life for a blockade. <laughs> there's, there's nowhere where this happens but in stories. And of course, like I told you, it's loony. I, it, it, well, what was loony three days ago? That's where I'm at. And that's why like, tonight it's like, okay, well, let's just talk about the stinking thing for Pete's sake. Get it off the chest and stop being so afraid. Because I'll tell you, this is, I learned this from Tim Ferriss, who is not a Christian. Are you afraid right now? You want to tell me what to do if you're afraid? Besides, read the Bible, Psalms. Get yourself a piece of paper. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? And then, I mean this with all my heart, stealing it, hook, line, and sinker from Tim Ferriss. In gory detail, describe the most awful possible thing you're afraid of that could happen to you. Do it to the end. It'll take you five minutes. And then... Draw a line and start a three-point bullet list, uh, bullet point list of, okay, after all that happened, then what? Three points. Then what? And you'll be like, whatever it is, you'll be like, oh, maybe you could do that. And then the rest of that, that fear, you go back trying to find that fear, it's going to be like, oh, well, I guess it's still scary, but like, not like it was. Yeah. It's called fear setting. You Google it. Do that if you're afraid. And maybe do a couple of the things. I did buy a lot of sardines today. <laughs> well, I got a lot of kids. I want to have food for a week. So, you know, they're good for you. Put into practice the practice of not overreacting. And the practice of not letting your emotions 
tell you what truth is. I know as mystical Americans, we can't stand having anybody tell you your emotions might be wrong once in a while about something, but you just, we got to grow up at some point in this world that has turned into in this century and realize that if your emotions are not governed by your head, then you're a moron. By definition, if you have no emotions, you're heartless. By definition, both these things are bad, equally bad, really, in many ways. But when time of crisis comes, you know what you need? Not emotion. You need logic. You need to think it through. You need real information, which I get it in an era of fake news. Dear heavens, who knows? So you need real information. You need not let the fake news say so much stuff. You know what you should do with that fake news, by the way, right now? I'm, I'm not kidding you. Go to the cdc.org. Like get that, get the cdc.org or the worldhealthorganization.org or your state governor's or your city's, you know, page. Get that on your website and don't go to any other news media for like four days. Don't leave your house either if you don't have to, right? Know what you're supposed to do already. Wash your hands, don't leave your house, stay six feet away from people. It's not that hard, okay? But then just stop listening because there's nothing you can do about it. And it's probably not going to kill you or the grand majority of us. We're all dying anyway. We're all saved by Jesus anyway. So let's calm down. If we're going to help the people who are sick and in trouble, it's going to be because we stay calm. If you need fish, you know where to find me. <laughs> So I'm going to go to comments here. I, I, well, I'm going to check my notes to make sure. Make sure. Is there anything else I had to say? I'm going to be in, on YouTube every day, some way, shape, or form, just checking in, live streaming, talking, want to know what you're thinking, what's going on in your life. I'll try to pull your comments up, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Sunday plan for St. Paul. St. Paul, we're, I'm going to be talking to you directly, regularly here, right? So this is for you and this is for us to bond together. Um, I mean it. Like when you're leaving comments and you're seeing people you know leaving comments, uh, that's that's how congregations well, live. And we can do it right here during this time more than we normally do because we all are going to have a little extra time on our hands, strangely, I think, for a little while. Um, uh, yeah, no Wednesday services till further notice. We can talk about things like that. Are you canceling services? Why? Um, yeah, that's for somebody else. That's for somebody else. Those are my notes. Wait, I got one more for you here. I can't get enough of this Bible verse. Uh those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. That just feels so good. Negarasta Tagar. It's a mace. What's going on? Thank you, Pastor Fisk. You're welcome. Whatever. We're hanging out. I wish I could look up and not like take away my face. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're all doing well, by the way. If you heard my cold the last few weeks and you were worried that I was, you know, immunodeficiency deprived and therefore susceptible, well, you're, you're right, I am. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, thankfully, at least, I know now that the majority of the problem is probably caused by a small guinea pig that I may, in fact, be allergic to, which entered the house recently. And uh, yeah, so if you hear me sniffing tonight, that's more of that than anything else. Uh, Baptized 1985 had coronavirus. It's survivable. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now... I am willing to have a doctor correct me, and I will happily, when I see real information from CDC or whoever, correct me. But everything I've read from the actual websites, and I'm not talking Fox or NBC or any of the others, I'm talking about the people in charge, okay? 
This is, now I'm going to, I'm summarizing here. This is not, you know, the, your doctor's not going to prescribe this, but this is like unto a terrible flu. It's going to really hurt. You're going to have a big fever. It's going to cough. It's going to feel awful. And then you'll get over it. Unless your immune system's compromised in such a way that you don't, which generally will only happen to you if you would have died if you caught the flu anyway, kind of, right? Now, this is not a one-to-one. -one. It's a broad breast generality. I hope you understand the, the thing, okay? Understand the thing itself, what it's doing. Now, I'm not saying this so we have a heartless feeling for if you're older and compromised. I'm saying this so that those of us who are not don't freak out. <laughs> we take care of those who actually need the attention. I asked somebody, I have not looked this up, but you go fact check this for me. I have not looked up today, but I asked someone today and they told me, so I'm going to trust them on this one. You go fix it for me. This year, the flu, United States, 20,000 deaths. We're not even close with coronavirus. Not even close. And we may never be. I don't know. We'll see. Don't be stupid. Do what you're told to do. Stop freaking out. <laughs> Stop freaking out. It's going to be and that's if it kills us all and we rise from the dead. It's also going to be fine if Jesus tarries a while and he lets us remain and pick up the pieces of a fairly struggling economy, which is where we're going to be in a couple of weeks. It's really going to be dirty and nasty and bad, but we can pick it up. I mean, uh, I'm going to come back to the comments here in a second, but if you give me heat for this, then maybe you're the problem. I'm just, before I say it, I have seen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be really gentle with this. I have seen in this country, United States, God bless America, um, to the republic for which it stands. I've seen in this country following massive natural disasters not made by man. Two kinds of responses from various quadrants of the country. You know, different flavors, different places. And maybe it was just a bad day for some, but but what I've seen is this. I've seen those who wait for help, and then I've seen those who go fix it. Now, I'm not saying leave your house, go fix it right now. No, so I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're worried about the economy right now, stop. You don't know what the problem is until two or three weeks from now. And then go fix it. Okay, we're all going to have to get back on that treadmill and get that engine started again, right? Think of an old Model T. Crank, 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 crank. You get that thing going again. But it's not today. If your boss needs you there tomorrow for work, you got to be there tomorrow for work. If they said stay home, stay home. Take a day off. Take a day off anyway. I told my elders, they looked at me like I was crazy. I said, God just told you to take three days off. He told the whole country, take three days off. You got any vacation time? Take three days off. Just do it. Go, go start a fire with your family and play a board game. This is great. I mean, it's not. It's not great. But look, daily bread is right in front of you. And maybe country, my country, tis of the sweet land of liberty, maybe we just all need to take a deep breath. Maybe the species needs to take a deep breath. You know why we didn't see this coming? U.S.? For Pete's sake. I love you, U.S. Born and raised. But jeez. Forgive the anger. I'm not happy with how this was handled coming from our leadership. 
at all. I think they're just grandstanding still. You know why we didn't see it come? We're too busy arguing about an orange guy. It's all we can talk about for years. There's an orange guy. He's bad. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. And uh, really, last night, last night the uh, local news was on, and in two stories that had nothing to do with anything except the coronavirus, offhandedly they managed to to deride President Trump. Now, I don't care. I don't even like the guy that much. He's made some good policy decisions here and there, which I'm really behind. He's said really stupid things too. But like, really. It's coronavirus. Can we stop blaming Trump and just take care of ourselves? They spent so much time flashing terror stuff on the national news before they got to the 15-point bullet point list of what we're supposed to do, of which they showed four. So they could go on their tirade trying to use this and leverage this to get you to be scared for next November, which honestly, come on and slow down and think twice about all of this. The elites don't care about us. I'm no Marxist. I'm no Hegelian. Those guys are frauds, honestly. Intellectually. Ultimately. But like, taxation without representation don't exist. And, uh, or taxation with, with representation don't exist. Without representation is what we got. And once you cross that pond over there, end up in the swamp, they're living for themselves right now in this moment. And you just got to know that. And if you're going to say, well, Pastor Fisk, how can you be so mean as to judge? You know what? I'll tell you how. You were dead in your trespasses and sins, following the passions of the flesh, like the children of darkness. It, it is all over scripture. And you think everybody out there is just doing what's good for you. You aren't watching. You know we're all doing what's just doing what's good for me, by and large. Christians, thank God. And a few other religions, too, thank God, have a like a boundary, like a, a border pushing them with some duty and some right and wrongs. So they don't always just do for themselves. They'll do for others for themselves. But by and large, we're still just doing for ourselves. So why would you, why would you think that this media madness is doing anything other than making money for those who won't hurt for a dime through this process? Make it more for them. And no, it's not just Bezos. <laughs> I mean, that's a different issue. There's other powers and they don't like to be seen. And they're largely the ones that control information. They shut down whatever they can. If you don't think the four companies that control all the information in this country have an agenda, I don't know why. What? What? Why would you think they have your best interest in mind? What they have is your pocketbook in mind. And how do they keep you paying them? Well, they get other people to pay them to trick you into watching their stuff. That's their job. They've been doing it for like a century now almost. They're pretty good at it. They, others pay them to trick you to watch their stuff because they know that if it happens enough, you think you're thinking. And you think you can say no when you need to. But they know. And science knows that the magical video box with its musical jingles, uh, it goes to the cortex deep uh, and uh, it starts to work on you. And so what are they doing right now? They're making sure they have your eyes on that TV every single night. Mm, mm, mm. 
Things are looking good. And that issue is not just a matter of the media. That's a, me- that's a matter of the entire system we've got. And I don't want to get into you know t- TV amusing ourselves to death. The, the, the challenges of what TV is doing to our culture and to our minds was being called in the 80s. Nobody listened. Few did. They're all radicals. They're all crazies. Nothing's going to change. Everything's fine. Okay, whatever. And then within 15, 25 years, we do the most bizarre end around, I should really call it like a bizarro America. We went from, from Captain America to Captain Bizarro America, you know, in a matter of a decade. And now I'm, I'm amazed Captain America made as a movie. Honestly, in fact, they couldn't really get away with it. They had to counter it. And I love a lot of the other stuff they did, by the way. But there was a little bit of tension, I'd say. Don't you think? Anyway, that's a different thing. It's on the side. We have flipped from our identity as a people. And I'm not even talking Christianity. I do not believe in a Christian America. I believe in a deistic America. I believe in an America that thought there was a design to stuff and it would work and would make sense. I believe in America that saw a value in human life and wanted the poor and the weak from other countries. Even though that would normally be, not be what you'd want is the poor and the weak. You'd want the strong, right? But, but America said, no, no, human, va- human life has value. We want that. But you see how these very things are the things that have been stripped away. We believe that there was a better and a worse. There was a good and a bad. And so we wanted to be here so we could work for the good for all. Now we go, send our kids off to school where they're taught there is no good or bad. Do whatever you want. Party till you die. And then there's a virus that might kill you. And we all run and scream, afraid to die. What are you, what's going on? There's no backbone left. And I don't, I don't feel like I'm, like, I'm just harping, but I am not surprised when sin is sin on this planet. Mankind and corporate across the world. And I'm not surprised when those who then are idolaters of self and nature run around like chickens with their heads cut off when they're afraid of dying. What bothers me, Christians, is when we parrot them. And when, when we react so quickly without thinking it through. So that I don't know. Yeah, thanks for I appreciate you affirming me. I feel like I just I just whined a bunch. So what we need is more whining on YouTube. That'll fix the world. <laughs> right? Uh appreciate the comments to go truth and spot on from from share. I, I said to go back for more. Um yeah. For the most part government is my friend. Which which part of government is your friend? I don't know. In theory. Uh, I got a book about that somewhere. Fourth Commandment and stuff. It was is created good, but we sure mess it up. Craig, I'm not even looking at these before I pull them up. So we're just going as we go. Craig says, uh, trying to pay attention to your live chat while listening to, the, to Dr. Park in my online CUI class. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell Dr. Parks um, that I said what up, even though I don't know if he knows me. I know him. He does good stuff. Uh, DCE Becca. I'm out in California Bay Area, which is under a shelter in place warning. Yeah, they say they are trying to keep the hospitals from getting overwhelmed. Yes. And that is really what this is about. So I didn't say that yet. You, you do need to know this, right? Like, this isn't about, oh my gosh, we're all going to get sick and die. It's about, it's possible that enough who are in a volatile elderly state could get sick all at one time and all have to go to the hospital at the same time and the hospital will not be able to deal with it. And then they die, right? 
So it's better to not have them all get sick at once. Or maybe you could imagine, let's say your entire police force in your city all got sick the same three days, right? That, that wouldn't go well, New York. <laughs> One can hope, I suppose. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Comedy. I know comedy's not allowed, and I would call around, so I probably can't do comedy, but that was comedy, okay? Prophet, comedian, I'm neither. <laughs> But that was, that was an attempt. It was an attempt. Um, yeah, so so keeping the hospitals um, and, you know, government systems functioning, that's huge. I totally respect this. I respect almost everything our government has done, except for the time frame of waiting until it was already here to do it. That's what I don't get. I don't get that at all. This could have been very controlled and orchestrated, but we're too busy whining about the color of a man's skin and whether that makes him fit for office and we can't even wait till the next election. We have to like impeach him nine months in to make a point. And on and on and on and on. And Republicans, you're no better. We are no better, I should say, because I am one. We're no better. Wine and wine and wine. And like, yeah. James from England. What's up, man? Uh, autistic and immune compromised. Ha-ha. Been watching your videos for many years. I'm very grateful for the guidance. You make a big difference. Thanks for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, immune compromised. Yeah. 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 But one fight. Two, you're immortal now. Amen, right? I mean, survivable by the average person. I did that one already. That's good though. It's a good reminder of that one. Uh, 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 Marsha, what's up? My husband and I are uh, high risk due to our health issues, but live in Christ. Yeah, amen. That's right. Um, I have two kids with uh, immunodeficiency stuff going on right now. And like, and kids aren't supposed to really die from this one at all, more or less. So I really shouldn't worry even though, right? But like, even if you are compromised, what it sounds like is, unless you're, you were going to die anyway, in a year or two kind of thing, right? Now, now again, don't quote me. They're still studying this, but that's kind of how the flu is. The flu doesn't kill you by killing you with the flu. It makes it so whatever else you had, you're so weak, you eventually can't fight it all off. But it's not like it does it by itself, right? And so your immunodeficiency is going to matter. If you have immunodeficiency, it's going to be different for different people, depending on your situation, how much sleep you're getting, right? Uh, are you staying clean? Are you continuing to wash your hands? Do you blow your nose? Did you take an antihistamine? I mean, all these things are going to play into how do you handle this if you get it? So don't don't assume, right? But then your, your confession was beautiful, though. You know, to live as Christ. That's right. That's right. Uh, what can man do to me? And, and we got to start asking that question and like not having it be a platitude. You know? Baptist against back. You said your sermon. What? I preached something. That, that, that are wanting to control what's out of our control and how we get anxious and angry is idolatry. Amen. That hit me hard. It's been on my mind. <laughs> yeah. well, it is though. It is. We can't stand that the days or hours are already written for us. And I'm no Calvinist. No, no, no. Don't, don't peg me wrong. Uh, uh, but each day is written in, in his book. The tears are captured in his bottle. Uh, the works are prepared for us to walk in them. It's, it's just all over the place. He knows the day and the hour. The Father knows it all. Jesus knows all except the last day. <laughs> you know, he, he knows what's coming for you. And precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his saints. The Lord knows when he's going to kill you. 
And that's gospel truth right there. And if it didn't sound like it, you need to watch more of my stuff. <laughs> I can't fix that one in 10 seconds. But uh, the Lord knows the day he's going to kill you. And it is glorious. It is a glorious moment on which you are given to know, to see, and to speak. But whatever that is, whatever that is, let it be today or tomorrow, right? Just let it be every day. Fear it not. It's a gift. All right, a little more, a little more, a little more. Where are we at? I'm going to go to bed here, too. It's late. Jeremy, uh, it has been really helpful to start thinking about life from Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, that's, And that's kind of some of our elders' discussion tonight was like that, too. Every week you get through is another full victory. Wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. And every day, same reality. I've been thinking about the clock a lot recently. My whole, like, pretend gamified uh, Harry Potter Bible verses uh, fight the uh, fight the aeons of Greek mythology in my prayers um, thing where, like, I don't know if I've told you about this one yet, if you watch this yet, but... Um, Kronos, uh, Titan, uh, has a, a son, many, but, uh, one named Hephaestus, who's, uh, the mechanist and, you know, builds the clock. And so if you look at like the God that is worshiped in our age, it, it seriously is Kronos and it's through the hand of his son, Hephaestus. And so, uh, to, to, to ponder that as an idea, I've been thinking about, well, okay, without the clock, and I'm not going to get rid of clocks, but, but without the clock, like, what does the clock change? What did it take away from my life? Do you know? I, 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 it took me a little bit, but I figured it out. It's right out of uh, it's right out of Fiddler on the Roof. Sunrise, sunset, a sunrise, sunset. The the clock took the day out of my life. And the week too. What did God make for me to tell the time? Sun, moon, stars. Seven day cycle. And I'm not going to get rid of the clock, but I'm thinking about how can I apply that to the way I look at time a little bit more and think about it. Stop thinking about hours. Start thinking about days. Uh, think about weeks. Because that's what God gave us. And he gave the moon to guide the month. Fair enough. But, but, but that's a big different thing than like eight hour shift. You know what I'm saying? So and you got to do an eight hour shift. You got to do an eight hour shift. But it doesn't mean you have to like think about life that way when you're not working. What do you say? Ardith is pointing up at 52 watching 24. That's what I'm saying, Paul Friedrich. That's what I'm saying. And that, there's some St. Paul Rockford shout out going there. Um, 52 likes now and 89 of you watching. Woohoo. Uh, let's see. Ryan Hill, haven't heard from you yet tonight. Makes me want to see it myself with this situation. Above. There it is. Had your Lent 3B sermon on repeat today. Left me feeling pretty darn fearless. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Ardith. Um, that was the, I, I did two, oh, th 3B. So that was the second one, right? Second one's usually better. They're more or less the same sermon right now. I usually don't put them both up, but this week on, on spontaneity, I did. Um, you can see they're, they're quite different too. Um, second one's usually better just because of second draft kind of thing, right? Uh, but uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Panic shopping. There we go. That's such a fun topic. Uh, is a way to try to take control over life. It's never left control to begin with. That's the truth as well. Um, Noah. Says, uh, love the everyday idea. Please don't let the per amen to that. <laughs> you got it. Uh, and please don't act a character. Hmm? Or did you say, uh, um, I think I turned to an old gentleman pretty quickly, pretty good if you say, uh, tuning in tomorrow for some more of Pastor Fisk talks about stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, no. Um, you're gonna get me, and it's gonna rage, and it's gonna go easy, and it's gonna calm down, and you're gonna see me depressed, and you're gonna see me happy. So I'm just, I'm honestly, I did put on the color tonight to try to get some views, but I, <laughs> I, uh, I honestly am just gonna sit down and talk to you, and I'm gonna give you a chance. I'll try to be here for an hour, whenever it is. It may not always be at night, um, but it may be. Uh, try to be really if I can, but try to pull your comments up. Let you guys chat with each other and throw some stuff out there and encourage and all that, and also keep the news. The news, news, news going on. So, not picking up what you're laying down. Cool. They traveled. Who? Everybody. Do, 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 do. I don't know what nonsense I'm sharing, Lulu, but I, 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 I'm I, happy to talk about it. Uh, is our day of death set in stone? That's a really cool question, Marshif. Um, ooh. So, you got two, you got, you got a whole other thing to kind of look at. Um, uh, with that. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm gonna go back to Lulu. Lulu, if they're on cruise ships and we knew, we could have stopped them, right? All I'm saying is, we didn't even start talking about it until like four days ago. <laughs> we waited too long. Uh, anyhow, um, is our death day set in stone? So, that's the wrong question. Because that question is asked as if God is inside of time. Did you make the intuitive leap yourself, or do I have to try to get there? It's a long get to get there, I think. But you can you can intuitive that one if you want. Um, it's just right there. God's outside of time, and so your question doesn't make sense from the perspective of God is the one who knows the day you're going to die. Okay. Um, now, it, now, set in stone, also, interesting use of language. You know what that's from, right? It's the, the, the finger of God on the rock for Mount Sinai, the, the Ten Commandments. And it's a way of God saying, like, this is an eternal truth. The Ten Commandments aren't going to go away in the new order. We're not going to kill each other in the new order. We're going to love each other. We're not going to cheat on each other. We're not going to lie to each other. The Ten Commandments are going to be here forever. We're just going to do them finally. Yeehaw. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting snarky in my head at that previous comment. That's fun. Uh, um, I shouldn't. Uh so, 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 so to use that kind of talk about something like, again, all my days are written in your book. You put my tears in your bottle, which is the comfort of knowing that God knows your path to take that comfort and then try to put it into some, some basically calculus by which you're going to philosophically derive, you know, X on the other side, which is to sort of see into the inner working of God's mind and, and appear at the naked God apart from how he's revealed himself in Jesus. Honestly, you're trying to see like like into the Trinitarian Council. Like you can't do that. Is the day set in stone? He says he knows the day you're gonna die, and that doesn't mean you can walk out and the the all the things are gonna accidentally not kill you uh, until like this later day because it's set in stone. And you can't change it because the day you're gonna die is gonna be the day that your sin caught up with you too. Like these aren't different things, right? So. It's just, it's just not that easy. Um, and you're, you're, you're trying to peer behind the curtain at Oz, and we're not dealing with Oz here. We're dealing with God. And so it's a good question. It's, 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 a, it's a chewy question, but dangerous because it's, it's trying to see. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Can you imagine why? Um, kind of like maybe what happened to your good teaching. I don't know what happened to you. Corona's a crock. Have I talked to my, I love it when someone encourages you to do some research before they talk and then they call you a, 
a Favis. What are you a Lutheran? That's fun. Um, I'm officially a virus denier. Okay, cool. Well, that's interesting. You know what? That's cool. I'm okay with that. What should we do about that? Like, how do we help people agree with you about that? I don't think yelling at them about how they're stupid is going to help, which is what you've done to me so far. But I'm listening to you because honestly, I don't know who to trust anymore. Wait, Jesus, you saw that coming, right? I don't know who to trust in, <laughs> in media and our government anymore, right? So, but, so if you want to tell me there's no virus, I'm very curious to hear your point of view. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to buy it, but I'm curious. So, um, but, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Roman Catholic priest. And uh, I'm also wearing shorts and sandals because it's hot in here. <laughs> Oh, Ryan, let us have joy. Uh, what do you think of my first chat? I don't know. Where was it? Oh, yeah. way back? There we go. I'll go, go I'll go look. I'm not reading your second part of that, though. I'm going to go back and check out your first chat. Uh, this is disruptive due to the panic and how people use it. I am so glad for the fact that Jesus is king. Amen. And we baptized in him, needn't fear, but have faith in the Holy Spirit by his merit. Amen. Is that what you asked? Of course, that's what. Yeah, that's great. Whatever you just said. Like, like you, you encouraged us. It was like, when I said whatever you just said, I meant like, why would I debate that? There's no, there was no disconnect in that. You were, you were rejoicing that we don't need to panic and, and that we have comfort in, in the resurrection of the one man, Jesus Christ, which Catholic, Protestant, Orthodox, Muslim, Jew, Hindu, the dude rose from the dead. And it's just kind of something we should all think about a little bit. Ryan, uh, what do you think of my first chat? There's that one you had a moment ago. Loving the idea of getting together nightly, fight the good fight. Indeed, especially against Wally in the Muck. Got to keep our head up. Um, oh, really? Well, then I'm sorry for arguing with you. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Please forgive me. I was very confused. But how is, he, how is he dealing with the Pope then if he's Baptist? I'm still confused. But so are you really a denier then? Who's the denier? Like who says it's not here? I'm really curious about his point of view. Um, this is interesting, Rob. I don't know who you are, but I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the word extra temporal. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> fancy Nancy, anybody? Um, extra temporal is the fancy word for uh, um, outside of time. So back to the future. This is completely off topic and random and useless. First movie only. Do I show my kids or not? They have no clue. They have no reference. DeLorean? They don't know. I'm pretty sure I should. Back to the Future 1, right? But, like, the thing is, those ID movies are slow. They're really slow. And maybe that's not good that we're going so fast these days. I could I could argue for that point. But, um, is Back to the Future worth watching? Has anybody watched it in the last year? I really don't know. Tell me. Comments, if you see it, I'll try to see it and pull it out and if not, uh, refus.com slash contact. Um, Back to the Future. Is it worth watching with my kids? I really, it's, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I want to. We're going to watch. The, I finally am breaking down, and with my oldest, I'm going to watch The Matrix because I have used that so many times to try to talk about reality in Jesus and what we don't see and what and what God's doing behind the scenes. There's so many applications, and, and especially for questioning modern assumptions like what we're being told is true versus not true and how we should all just shut up, go home and let the government, you know, bap, uh, worry about us. And again, I'm, I'm all for doing exactly what the government told us to do so far. I'm concerned that we're all panicking and there's a lot more going on than we're going to know for a while. Um, 
should my kids watch the Matrix with me in the meantime? Uh, or is it slow and boring? That's the real problem. I don't, I don't, I expect them to be like mind boggled by it and all that, right? I just don't want it to be boring. And we all know that Keanu didn't carry it with his acting. Sorry, Keanu. When you watch this, I apologize ahead of time, but it's just true. I'm not much better. I can do an old man pretty well, though. I was not a bad, like, a um, dirty Harry I just did there. Maybe a little bit. Kind of kind of a, a dirty Harry Batman Begins kind of thing going on there. A little bit. Pastor Fist asks questions. I won't show my kid for at least another eight to ten years. Well, how old your kid? Um, and which one are we talking about now, Josh? Uh, ba -ba -ba. It gets confusing if you don't know what happened in two. Wait, one does? I guess so. Yeah. Um, but not really. I mean, two didn't come out forever. Forever. And I was fine with it as a kid. I was like, oh, that was a good ending. Whatever. I mean, Sherlock Holmes 2. Watched it last night again. So good. Um, the end, right? I mean, it's fine if it is. And if it's not, it's not. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So it's, it's you two. <laughs> oh, God bless you both. Can you be friends and agree that it's... A disagreement, even though I still am, I, I don't, I don't have any evidence for why it would not exist. I'm really curious about that. But, 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 I'm, I'm on like the conspiracy train of like, this is weirder than weird right now. Um, mm, 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 and you know, I don't care where you are in the world or history at all. No tyrant misses a good crisis as a chance to gain power. And I'm not looking at the White House right now. Just saying, locally, watch it. Watch it locally. This is the moment when creep happens. State, city, county, really. Um, yeah. Do I have a podcast? What? Um, Ryan said, yep, well, way, way back. I was the very first chat in here. Ha, yeah. So I got that one. Cool. Um, yeah, I got a podcast. Uh, several. And <laughs> this is kind of maybe going to be one too. Uh, yeah, the, the main one's called The Mad Christian, uh, Saturday Morning Chill, and a bunch of bonus content and stuff like that. I talk a lot, talk to people, yada, yada. More and more. Two, two. What? Now, now wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Now, Gordon Emma says two is the darkest one. You got to be talking about The Matrix. Now, I already said Back to the Future one, and then two and three, while they are moderately okay and three can be exciting at the end, they're really not great movies. I'm not going to waste my time. I only got so many movies left in my life. There's too many being made to watch them all. So you got a portion. And sorry, two and three, even though Google Glass was like foreseen and all that, right? And the sneakers actually got made, kind of. Um, uh, go figure. Uh, yeah, two and three though. And then that's then you want to talk about the Matrix? Two and two, two and two and three. I'm sorry. I rarely has a second movie so destroyed a first movie's legacy in my mind i mean i don't i can't think of one that's worse than that fall off ghostbusters 2 was pretty bad um is there anything else where the second one's been that bad i mean there's, there's all sorts of like bad follow-ups like you know this and that too right um so there's that kind of but but here we have like an actual legacy in action like whatever um i'm trying to think of like the latest kids cartoon whatever uh, what's the one with the, the animals from Africa? I can't think of Madagascar. Okay, right, right. So like like Madagascar, while it might be a kid series that goes on forever where they just, you know, sell dolls and stuff, Madagascar was never gonna be like a five part, two hour movie, single story, epic, you know, complete 
concept album series of awesomeness. Matrix could have been, right? Matrix had that. You could you could have set that for five. You could be Bond for Pete's sake. And instead, I don't know what they did. I watched each one once. That was more than enough. I don't want to know what I saw. That was a weird, weird, weird stuff. But number one is a philosophical treatise. Absolutely. All right. So Highlander 2, you're right. <laughs> Good call. Uh, that gets there. Um, not that one was so awesome, but two is really bad. Uh, it seems to me, and I'm not really a Highlander fan, but it seems to me the comic books really carried that, right? Like the movies, meh. and the TV show, I. It's like it's like Highlander and Legend of Kane are like kind of like right there with each other. Um, and I'm afraid Next Generation beat them both out of my world, which may be a con- condemnation on me or anybody else. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, Nicole. Uh, I seem to have blocked most of it out of my memory. I just remember not liking it a lot. And I can't remember any. They didn't get the same cast back, right? Like, they changed everything. So maybe it was a cool movie, but it was a bad second movie. That makes sense. Oh. Um, if you're looking for the podcast on the phone, I don't know. Uh, I am not easy to find on, I think it's Stitcher. But uh, almost anything else that goes to the iTunes store, you can find me pretty easy. And podbean.com slash revfisk, you can see it there and probably find a way to subscribe from there as well. I definitely recommend not using the Podbean app. Sometimes you make a decision five years ago and you're stuck with it. <laughs> so, oh, 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 oh. I can't agree with that. Ah, I can't agree with it. But I, it didn't ruin the franchise. Matrix 2 ruined the franchise. I mean, 3, three tried. Not even close to coming back. So, um, Die Hard 2, okay. Great actors. Right? No, 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 no. Oh, that's the airport one. I liked it, by the way. Um, uh, but uh, with The Vengeance? <sighs> Good, uh, was it Liv Frior? <sighs> Great movie. Oh, and while you're at it, if you're in a Bruce Willis mood, you might as well watch Looper. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I love Looper. Some people don't, but it's because um, they liked uh, uh, Inception too much. <laughs> oh, goodness. Dropping bombs. It's time for me to go to bed. The Matrix does suck if you don't understand the ending. Eh, okay, sure. I don't understand the Superman part of it, unless it's an Ascension reference, but then they really ruined that with the next one. Um, Savage Sam is a follow-up to Old Yeller. Really? That sounds awful. It's a wonderful movie. Oh, okay. But it's that you that that before I read that part, you you had me going toward Dear Heavens. What did they do? <laughs> Savage Sam. Um, what was that other? There's another like number two that came out. Although, okay, so we'll we'll go from. You know what's worse than Matrix Two? The the bona fide first year Star Wars Episode Four cast Christmas special. I don't even know if you can find this thing online. They've tried to bury it because it's bad. It's so bad. It's like they didn't know it was a hit yet. Bad. <laughs> so bad. The Star Wars Christmas special. You got you to gotta search because there's lots of different Star Wars Christmas stuff out there. But the original one, I mean, it's got Hamill. I mean, they're, they're all in it at least briefly. And then there's like like the Wookiee Christmas. Fe- I, it is. It is bad. 
worse than Matrix 2. I would I would watch Matrix 2. I would let you tape my eyes open and make me watch Matrix 2 on repeat for a day. Um rather than watch it no, I do it once. <laughs> I over exaggerated. Oh goodness gracious. Uh let's see here. Godfather the one and two both good, three not so much. You know, I've heard that. And then I watched one and two, and then I watched the first ten minutes of three, and then I stopped. So I couldn't affirm it. I just kind of felt the hunch that maybe they were right, and I saved three hours. Um I don't know that one, so I'm gonna leave it. Uh da 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 da. da. Looper was great. Absolutely. Um, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Yep. 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 Rob knows. We're in the club. Uh, good night, Gordon Nauman. Uh, as he goes to bed and Joseph says, nothing worse than Battlefield Earth. <laughs> that was bad. You're right. And that could have been a fun movie, even though the religion's weird. Um, yeah. Right? Wasn't that Battlefield Earth? I think that's what that was. Yeah. That could have been good. Uh, Star Wars Holiday Special on YouTube. Okay. There you go, Caleb. So, spare your eyes. Go to bed instead. Don't do it. Whatever. It's like, oh, goodness. If you don't like Joe Rogan, I can understand why you don't like cussing. But when he does the bit on Vegan Cats, if you have not seen his bit on Vegan Cats, it's on Netflix still right now. You'll have to zoom into the middle of it, but you just don't even. There are times when you know you shouldn't click. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's so funny. Um... I will be back tomorrow. And uh, throughout this process, I am going to continue to just share what I find, share what I think, try to keep you encouraged. And uh, we'll, we'll throw chats out, whatnot. Um, I'm also going to try to pull some real direction on this, right, for us. And get us to start thinking like a people here. And what I mean by that, I mean that Christians should be known during this time period for being sensible, kind, and filled with charity because that's just the right thing to do always. So we should do it now in a time of crisis when no one else is because they're panicking. Let's do that. We need a rallying point for that. It's for lack of a better one. Hi, here we are. Um, in that then confidence in the grace of God that you cannot be destroyed. And that if a virus far worse than this one got a hold of you and put you down a couple of days, it's just going to be a chance for you to say, uh, I will look upon my Lord in the land of the living. His body will not be left to decay. My children, my friends, my spouse, my parents, whoever you got to say goodbye to, you say goodbye until we meet again. For he has risen just as he said. This is the time to talk with your kids about your religion. Tonight. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Do it. Don't pull out a resource. Don't open a Bible. Not right away. Please. Please. Wait. Just open your mouth and admit that you've been afraid. And then explain why you're glad to be a Christian. It will be a gift. Now's the time. This is a wake-up call, guys. Let's use it. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't wall the muck till then, hey? Hey, take a day off. Relax. Play a game. Don't get too drunk. <laughs> uh, and not till after four. Rock on.